Welcome to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope that you are encouraged and find deeper purpose and meaning in your walk with Christ. If you would like more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org. I've thought this week about um, eternity. Eternity has been on my mind. Well, what, what is eternity? It is, um, it's forever. You know, one of the things that we really, uh, I think, sometimes forget is that we are eternal. You and I sitting here this morning are, are going to live forever. The soul of a man is, is an eternal thing. We we get wrapped up very much in the, the, the temporal, the, the finite world that we live in. But the reality is, is that you and I are going to live forever. We have an eternal soul that's inside of us. Now, this morning as, as I'm thinking, and thinking not, not necessarily just about eternity, but the perspective that we have in our life and how having an eternal perspective changes the way we go through life. You know, it's easy to stand up maybe on a Sunday morning or when someone uh, makes the comment that we're eternal, we're going to live forever, that we, like, we nod our head, yeah, we're going to live forever, yeah, okay, I get it. Or, or even we read the Bible and we read something, yeah, I understand, I'm, we're going to live forever and I get that. It, it, it's easy to do that, to acknowledge, yes, we're going to live forever. But what is a little more difficult is to live with the perspective that what it is that we're doing in life is in fact having an eternal impact and has eternal consequences. The things that you do in this life are not important really because of what happens in this life, but what happens and carries through over into eternity. The decisions we make, the way we view the things that we go through, are all changed by our perspective on eternity. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. He says this, he says, When I was a child, I spake as a child, I understood as a child, and I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Now this is the part, we have to realize here that that Paul is speaking about the spiritual gifts and he's talking about all this stuff and he's talking about how love never fails and all these things here. But he takes time to make this comment. He says, for now we see through a glass darkly. In other words, our understanding, what we're able to see is diminished from maybe what is actually there. We now see through a glass darkly, but then face to face, talking about seeing God. We now see through a glass darkly. We see the future. We see eternal eternity, but we see it through the veil of this life. It's hard for us at times to get a view of eternity because of the things of this world that cloud our vision. For you and I, uh, and the comparison that Paul makes is looking through a glass darkly or, or maybe looking through a mirror that, that, that's cloudy. I don't know if, if some of you guys, uh, my, my, my daughter, Regan, she takes showers and she takes the longest showers in the world. 
She does. She, she's 10 years, uh, but I'll tell you, I'm thankful that she takes showers, right? <laughs> That's a good habit to really get into as she's getting ready to start into her teenage years, right? Because we know that teenage years, listen, if any of you, you kids are teenagers, you're going into your teenage years, take showers, wear deodorant. I mean, those are all good things, and I want to encourage you to do that this morning. If you get nothing else out of this sermon, remember that, okay? It, it, it's good for you. It's good for everybody around you. So, But, but she, she does. She takes these, these showers. Man, they are forever long. She does not know how to just go in, you know, wash what needs to be washed and get, I'm sorry for picking on your egg, but, but it just, the, the illustration is, is the illustration. I can't help it. So, but, you know, get in and just wash the things that need to be washed and, and do that and get yourself all cleaned up and then get out, dry off and be done with it. Now she, she goes in and she spends a long time in the shower because, I mean, obviously she's enjoying, I enjoy shower too. It's nice, warm, it feels good. So you, you will, when, when she gets done, she's done with the shower. Everything is, is complete. She's out of there and you look in the bathroom and there's like, Water running down the walls. There is water running. I mean, it's just everywhere. There's the, the, we have the little sliding shower doors. There's, it's all steamed up. The mirror. But listen, the mirror is so foggy that you got a little water drip drops coming down it. And when you, and you guys have been in a bathroom where it's got steamy and the, and the mirror has fogged up. And let's say, of course, you know, you ladies may not do this, but let's, you guys, you need to shave your face. And you have a steamed up mirror. That's kind of difficult, isn't it? Because what you're seeing through is, is the equivalent of what Paul is talking about here. Seeing through a glass darkly. We see through something dimly. We, we can't really make out it. And when we look at eternity, because of, uh, of everything that we know is this life. Everything that you've experienced is here. And this is what seems the most real that you know. But I want you to understand that there is eternity. And it is just as real and more real than what this life is. But we have trouble seeing it because of the, the world that we live in is, is all that we've really experienced. But the scripture teaches us that we will live. We will live. Forever, you are an eternal being. The people who you talk to are eternal beings. The people sitting here in this room, your children, your neighbors, your friends, your family, they're eternal beings. The person that you're mad at, the person that you say bad things about, they're eternal beings. You get what I'm saying? These things, these things are, it's eternity that we, we're looking at. When we have an eternal perspective, it changes the way we live in the finite, in the, the, the temporal life. I will tell you this, um, when we have an eternal perspective, listen to this, our problems don't seem so big. Yeah. I, I really like this. In Romans chapter 8, verse 18, Paul says this. He says, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. 
Did you catch that? Paul was a person who was familiar with suffering. He was a guy who was familiar. He had been beaten for, for the gospel. He had been thrown into prison. All these things had happened to him, and it happened because he loved Jesus and he was sharing the gospel. But, but he has the audacity to make this statement. A man who was familiar with suffering, just as, as you and I, you know, there are times in our lives that we go through things that we feel like, man, we're suffering greatly. You, you've been through hard days, hard times, struggles, things that, man, you, you just rocked your world and you didn't think you could make it through. But here's what Paul says, and here is, here is this perspective that helped him to make it through. And I think if we could get an eternal perspective like this, it would do the same for us. Because he, he says this, for I reckon, I'm going to read it again. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Whatever is going on in this life that seems so bad... That seems like you can't overcome it, that you can't get through it, that you are so devastated. The sufferings of this life, the things that we face and that we go through here in this world that seem so bad, aren't worthy. There is a glory that is going to be revealed in us. You and I, there is something that is going to happen in us that is going to make all the things that have happened in this life, all the bad things, all the trials and struggles that we went through, fall away into memory and seem like nothing because of the glory that will be revealed in us. Amen. It's an eternal perspective. Understanding that just because I'm suffering today, it won't last forever. There is an eternity that's on my mind. There is, there is a life to come that's on my mind. And I have to keep that front and center of whatever I'm going through. When we have an eternal perspective, sin isn't quite so enticing. It's just not worth it anymore. Mark chapter 8, verse 34. Jana, I apologize. I'm, I'm all over the place and she's trying to look these things up and get them up there for me. I should have just had it all written down for you, but... Mark chapter 8, verse 34. It says, And when he had called his disciples unto him, or when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever shall lose his life for my sake in the Gospels, the same shall save it. Now listen to this next part. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Now, I want you to, we're going to stop there. I want you to think about this for just a moment. When Jesus is speaking, the point that he makes is, What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul. Now, to, to Jesus and, and through Jesus' eternal perspective, what, what he's saying here is that what profit is there if you have everything? 
Now just imagine this. Imagine today that you could be the owner of the world. It's like it's, like, it's your. You, somebody came in this morning and said, here's the deed to the world. It is all yours. Everything that you can possibly have, everything you can possibly want, it all belongs to you. But Jesus says, what profit is there if you gain the whole world and lose your own soul? We read the scriptures about a guy by the name of Solomon. Solomon was the king of Israel, and his wealth was, was heard about all over the world. So much so that people came just to meet him because they knew of his wealth and wisdom. But this is the same guy who wrote in the book of Ecclesiastes, Vanity, vanity, all is vanity. No matter what he had, no matter what he found, everything seemed to be vanity when compared to eternity. What does it profit a man if he would gain the whole world? You gained everything. You had everything. It all belonged to you, but you lost your soul. But the second part of this is, or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? There's nothing, there's nothing that you have that can be exchanged for your soul. But through the blood of Jesus Christ, through the blood of Jesus Christ, you can live through eternity with him. Now, I, I think about that. I, I think about this little piece of scripture often because there are so many people who will leave this world and head into eternity Not knowing Christ. And they never gained the whole world. There are. There are, are people who, who leave this world. And they've exchanged their soul for just one more moment of pleasure. Just one more good time. Just, just one more, just one more, just one more, just one more. And, and, and think about how cheaply, how cheaply they've sold out for. How cheaply, how small and insignificant. We're talking about an eternal perspective. How small and insignificant the pleasure of the moment is in comparison with the eternal choice that you make. And I will say this, listen, when... When we have an eternal perspective, sin is not so enticing. You get, you get, you get focused on this world and this world's pleasures and, and the things that you can have here and the, and, and the things that and you, you start getting focused on those kind of things. Um, listen, Christians, you start focusing on just the things of this world. It isn't long before sin starts to look enticing. But when you have an eternal perspective, when you have an eternal perspective, it changes how we see sin. We find that when we have an eternal perspective, life takes on a greater meaning. Life means more than just what we can get here. Matthew chapter 6, Jan is grinning at me. 
Here goes another one. Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. says this, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Mammon, a God that represented uh, riches or treasures, right? This is who mammon was. You can't serve God and chase after riches is basically what he's saying. Therefore I say to you, take no thought for your life or what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body what you shall put on. Here's the question that Jesus asked. Is not the life more than meat and the body more than raiment? <laughs> I want you to think about that for just a second. You know, we get, we get so busy. I'm going to tell you, I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a part-time pastor, right? I have a job. You know, I'm out there... Uh, Chasing the Benjamins, you know, right? And got to get the Benjamins, yeah. But, but, but honestly, uh, you know, we we are we are out there, kind of going through the rat race, and we're 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 making the money, and and man, I I really want that new car, right? Or I, I need, man, I need those, these clothes over here. That looks good. Oh, hey, where are we eating for lunch today? That's the first question I ask when I get work in the morning. Where are, you, where are we eating lunch today? Because I like to eat. You probably didn't know that about me. Couldn't tell, could you? I do. I, I, I like. And I'm not saying all those things aren't things that we don't do and can't do. But my point is, is that my life is more than just those things. But it, it's easy to, to see uh, things that really catch our eye. Wow, I really want this house. I want to live in this neighborhood. I want to drive this car. I want to look this way. I want to be this person. I want this. I want this. I want this. And then we spend our life chasing those things that we think we want or need. We spend our life chasing things that really don't matter. Things that are really of, of very little importance, that have no eternal impact. At, and it's okay to do a lot of things, but I'm saying the problem is, is it comes oftentimes at the detriment of things that do have an eternal impact. We do these things instead of these things. We do the things that are important in this life instead of doing the things that matter in the next. We get so wrapped up in chasing the things that matter here in this life and we forget that our life is more than how much money we make. Our life is more than the food we eat. It's more than the house we live in. It's more than the clothes that we put on. It's more than the car we drive. It's more than the title that we have. Our life is so much more than that, and we can have a, uh, so much of a greater impact than that if we would only choose to have an eternal perspective. I, I, I have a job. I do IT work, right? To my company, I'm, I'm very important in the functioning of my company. I do a good job. I'm very good at what I do. They recognize that, and, and, and you know, they, they, they like having me around. But the most important job I do is not the job that I do for my company that I work for. The most important job I do is not the thing that I do when I go to work most important thing that I do is the job I do when I come home. 
and it's not working on the house either. It's the life that I live in front of my kids. It's the help that I am to my wife in meeting her calling to Christ. It's the husband and the father, the godly man that I am. It's the light that I am to the people who I work with. The gospel that I share to them oftentimes without even saying a thing. It's those things that matter. It, 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 it's not what I do, but it's the person that I am and the light of Christ that I show through my life that is the most important thing that I do. And it's the most important thing you do. You're much more valuable. Listen, you're much more invaluable than what they pay you at work. Some of you guys have been saying that. I know. I'm going to go in and ask for a raise tomorrow. Right? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your value is greater than any amount of money that someone could pay you. You know, you could, you could affect someone's life for eternity. You might be the one who influences somebody to find Jesus. You could be the one. Listen, if you're a parent here, you are the one who's going to influence someone for eternity. There's no greater task or responsibility that you have than that. Listen. Your life is more than what you wear. It's more than what you eat. And when we have an eternal perspective, it changes the things that we prioritize in our life. It changes the things that are important to us. This morning I want to encourage you to Focus on the eternal. Focus on the things that are to come. Focus on the impact that you can make beyond this life. As this week, as, as, as like I say, I, I've been praying about this message and, and the Lord has just really uh, put this on my heart this week to talk about this. I, I really felt this week that as, as a church, as a body of believers, we need to be focused on the eternal things. We need to be focused on making an impact for eternity. And that means as individuals in this church, we need to be making life choices. Life choices that have an eternal impact. We need to direct our life in a way and towards things that matter in eternity. And that means the way we view our problems and our sufferings. It means the way that we, we view sin and the, the things that we accept and the things that we reject of this world that are sin. And it means understanding that our life is more than, than what we do at work. It's more than, than, than the, the cool things that, that we get an opportunity to participate in. It's more than all those things. Our life is so much more than what every voice in the world is telling us it is. This morning, your life means so much. Do you have an eternal perspective? 
Are you looking at this life, understanding what's beyond? Thank you for listening to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope this has been a blessing to you and that you will share this with your family and friends. For more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Stockdale underscore UCC.